Welcome to this conversation brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and today I'm speaking with my friend Jacqueline Greenberg. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How's everything going? Great. You're having a good show. We're at WPPI, by the way. We are. We're in Vegas. The weather is beautiful. It is nice. I heard it's a little chilly. I don't know, because I'm inside. (laughs) But I, I heard it's a little chilly, is it not? Probably, but considering... You're inside too. <laughs> <laughs> we can see. It looks really pretty from it inside. Looks, it's from sunny. inside here. Yes, the sun is out, which is a rarity from where I'm from right now. It's a desert version of winter. It's yes. good. Yeah, it's nice. No complaints. Yes. How um How is the show for you? How How is a WPPI for you? What does that look like for you? Uh, great. I mean, really, we just had our class this morning or my class this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's about as much as I've seen of today. (laughs) And now I'm here with you. (laughs) But do you know, you go from one thing to the next to the next. It's like, it's like that kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's always a place to be or someone to see or to say hello to. And of course there's the parties at night, which are always fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I have the I have a party tonight that I get to go to that I'm excited to attend. Yay, maybe too much fun. And then a dinner. And I the dinners are my favorites. Love the dinners. I love sitting around with like minded people and sharing life. It's pretty awesome. Like that's where a lot of the best stuff happens for me is at a table with like three people. Oh you know? three people. Yeah. I was thinking those big old tables. The big ones are fun. Yeah. But I can't get into the types of conversations that I really enjoy. No. With thirty it's a different kind of fun. No, how many right. people were with us in Minnesota when we were at the table together? Remember oh, that time yeah. you took the vegetarian to the steakhouse? Yes. Thanks, Jed. How do you remember that? Because you took me to a steakhouse. Oh, I was hoping <laughs> you had blacked that out. It all, it's also not the first time I've taken a vegetarian to a steakhouse, so I, I, I continue to make that mistake. <laughs> and I apologize. No, but the food was really good. It was delicious. And it was a really great. <laughs> it was really great. It was restaurant. a good time. It was a yeah. really good time. But that amount yeah. of people sitting around together was nice. That was a good number. We had like eight, I think. That's a good. So then eight yeah. is the magic. Eight solid. Probably why they sell place settings with that amount. Yeah, you're correct. Oh, my God. There might be some thought that's gone into this before us. <laughs> We're not the first this one. didn't just come about second. now. Eight seems to be the optimal number. <laughs> you can never have dinner parties that's more than so, eight people. That's so weird. Who knew this? <laughs> we just discovered Appar- it. Apparently every China, <laughs> any China dish company has it already is. made this eight, happen. Eight. <laughs> what, let, let's, you know, for those, for like the three people out of the millions that are going to hear this that don't know who you are. Let, let's find out a little bit about you. Who's, who's Jacqueline Greenberg? Um, I am. And there you have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what else needs to be. <laughs> what else needs to be said? <laughs> that was per- that's the best answer I've ever gotten. I don't know how many of these I've even done. Oh, it's I, mean, I wish I wish I would have had your face recorded too, because because like, uh, you literally you were legitimately looking at me like that's it. <laughs> that was, I just don't know. What else I to gave you a couple part. seconds, but then I was quite certain that oh no, that's it. That's what she's got. That's pretty much it. I just am. <laughs> um, I I mean I'm a I'm one to to want to be barefoot any any chance I can I be, like and mm-hmm. um, I like to be outside. Um, I like, I, I'm probably not normal because I'm very honest and upfront mm-hmm. with everything mm-hmm. and I'm, I can have difficult conversations if I have to and, um, like to have fun. I basically 
live with the camera and just everything photography everywhere all the time. I love the fact that it took you several words, even sentences, to get to photography when I asked you who you are. Mm -hmm. Because it's normally the opposite of that. I had to think about that, though, because I'm trying to find myself again because I've been so immersed in creating a business and becoming a stronger photographer and being an entrepreneur and doing all of these different things that we need to do. I'm a marketer and uh, right. all the hats, right? I was an editor until I outsourced that. Uh-huh. Wise. <laughs> but I mean, all these different things that we do and I'm trying to streamline and refine everything to such an extent that I can get back to being me again. And spend more time just sitting outside but part of it is just being able to turn it off in my head yeah keep going i want you i want i'd like you to springboard from that just a little bit because i see i see your expression well yeah i mean i'm just constantly thinking about how i can refine something or make it better or or learn something more grow further right you know make something uh, like i said more streamlined right easier to do all the business so I can step away more. Your brain's just constantly going. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I I can see that. I can see that. I did. I sat back in my class and asked everybody, I'm like, do you guys, does anyone here like constantly think about photography and their business and what they can do Mm -hmm. to refine it like all day long? Mm -hmm. Some people looked at me like I was a little nuts about it, but I mean... I feel like I know a few people that are like that. My wife's like that sometimes. Yeah. You know, I've seen people get into that groove where you, where that's just all that's there for the, for the time being. It's just constant. It's constant. Mm-hmm. What sort of intentional, what sort of intentionality do you have to really employ into your life in order to get out of that mode? Um, well, we downsized. Okay. What's so... that look like? That looks like just Chris and I full time together. Mm-hmm. We have two associates that are on a on a needed basis. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them does retouching. Everything else has been streamlined and outsourced. Right. So, I mean, everything. What was the question again? Like, what have you done to make it to maybe simplify or make it so that you're not constantly thinking about your business all the yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, constant checks and balances. So like Trello has been a very big help oh, for us. Okay. Um, Jackie from ProDPI right. turned me on to Trello when yep. I called her up and was like, hey, you manage a company. How the hell do you deal <laughs> right. with this? Right. And she went one word. She right. said Trello. And I'm like, what right. the hell is that? Like yeah. that just sounds like some odd candy or something. It's a and great way to organize everything, right? It was very helpful. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, spreadsheets, Mm-hmm. You know, basically having ways to get everything that was going on in my head out. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about what stage something was at in a process or where a client was at or what they needed because everything had checklists or spreadsheets or... It's all right there. So you don't have to keep thinking about it. Yes, I got it out of my head. Because there it is. It's right there. Right. If I need to know where something is, I can go and look and I don't have to constantly think about where something is. So Well, it's in a great and it's also a great way to stay on the same page with Chris or whoever else. Well, and that's how it happened yeah. because I had a few employees. Mm-hmm. It was a nice way to communicate where everyone could check in and I didn't necessarily have to manage. Everybody became self-managing and 
interestingly enough, when we downsized, we started making more money. That's something. Isn't that wild? Mm -hmm. So basically we streamlined the business enough to not need to hire out other employees to do the work. Sorry, people can get get a job somewhere else, I guess. But, But we started making more money, not just that it was coming to us, but that the business itself was pulling in more. So we were becoming more efficient, needed less people to do it. Therefore, the business is making more money. Right. And, and. Your bottom line improves. That was what I was thinking of. Which is the goal. That's the goal. Whether from a business standpoint. Yeah. Well, it's part of the beauty of this business is that there's a glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting when people say they want to have a six figure photography business well, a hundred thousand dollars is six figures, but so is nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> but it's a sure as hell man. I like that big difference yes. between a hundred thousand. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can understand the beauty in not having necessarily to have a specific degree or a specific accreditation to yeah. be able to have this business that yeah. you can make a hundred thousand or more in. Right. But the brilliancy in it is that how far can we take that? Right. Yeah, what does it really mean? And and also, uh, to have a six-figure business, a lot of people aren't thinking to themselves, what you're really what you're really saying is that you want to put six figures in your pocket. Correct. This is right? not just bringing six figures into the business. Right. Right. This is growing a business to the extent where you're putting six figures in your pocket. Right. Still running the business and being able to maintain consistency with that. Yes. So that's yeah. the that next level challenge is figuring out how to take what we're doing to another level. Well, and so you, that brings me to our, our topic Mm because when I asked you what you wanted to talk about, you said confidence with clients in Mm -hmm. particular, Mm -hmm. how important is confidence in the scheme of what we're discussing? It's everything. Yes. It's everything. I mean, in the scheme of what we're discussing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the topic, that's Mm -hmm. the title. So obviously it's everything. Right. But I mean, but, in general, like it's, it's a philosophy, but it's a, it's like a, it's like yes. a business mantra. It, yes. It's would a Would you call it a necessity if it's, if this is a business that you want to get into and be successful at and success to you looks like putting six figure income in your pocket, confidence is key. It's yes. Key. Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt about it, but it's, you have to have the confidence within yourself first and you have to be solid with that because the client's going to read it all over you mm-hmm. if you don't have that level of confidence. Mm-hmm. But confidence is something, it's a skill. It's something that's built. It's that's, in, and that's a great piece. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so you, so you look at, cause to me, cause all right, I'll be, let me play the Debbie Downer for a second. When I hear someone talk about confidence, I think to myself, oh, well, I'm out. That, that rules me out, right? Because I don't, I don't always consider myself someone that just brims with confidence, especially at things I'm unfamiliar with. Like I, I could get more overtaken by fear. So I hear someone talk about confidence and I think to myself, well, that's not me. That's not going to be me, right? But what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, mm-hmm. is it is a skill that can be nurtured yes. and that you can grow intentionally on purpose. Yes. Yes, exactly that. So I have hope. Oh, everybody does. <laughs> You're not alone either. I, this is actually, I actually like the, the sound of this. I haven't really thought of confidence. I've thought of confidence more as a gift and not a skill. Mm-hmm. No, You're it's saying a, it's a yeah, skill. It's a skill. It's something that you can learn. I mean, it's, but it's something that's intrinsically within us. 
to be able to learn it as well. Like as children, mm -hmm. we constantly test things. Like what happens when I just oh. keep going off the edge of the bed? Like you face plant, but you right. learn after a while to like turn backwards and slide down really cute. And so you like toes <laughs> at the floor. You know what I mean? Like I see it happen with my kids all the time. I know what you're talking about. Exactly. When that light bulb goes off and right. it all starts clicking. And the thing is, we start building a foundation of little bits and pieces of confidence. Every mm -hmm. little thing becomes another kind of brick in the, in the, in the build to be able to build ourselves up because having confidence in enough places is what's going to lead you to success, lead you to success. So you're to say. saying with yourself first, right? You have to yes. have this foundation Yes. Personally. Personally. You have to have it within your business. You have to feel good about all these little bits. You have to push yourself. You have to push yourself as a photographer. You have to push yourself within the technical aspects, within the entrepreneurial aspects. Got it. Don't make me say that one I again, won't. though, please. Well, we all get it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you have to push how yourself. How have you done those things? How have, how have you, how do you and how have you pushed yourself in those ways? Well, that's what I said about not being able to turn it off. Right. I'm constantly trying to learn. Right. I'm reading, I'm reading, and I'll tell you, starting a business kind of pre-Facebook. Yeah. Right? In perspective, mm -hmm. pre-iPhones. Sure. Like having this little black box with the universe right. at the palm of your hand, right. like beyond the world yeah. in the palm of your hand. So when everybody asks you a question now, the answer is Google it. Right. 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 Why bother asking a question? We like don't I should just think about it because Google knows. Why are you asking me a question? Right. Just go Google it. <laughs> why, why are you wasting my time? Well, you're wasting my time. That's right. me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, yeah. years ago, I used to work at a camera shop and we didn't have Google the same of way. Not. We didn't have the same right. accessibility. So you had to know your shit. Yeah. And yeah. if you were going to sell the cameras and make those sales and do those things, you had to know yeah. the answer to everything inside and out. So, mm -hmm. I, I you know, basically applied my science background to answering the question why for every little thing that we do. Why are we doing this? I like why that. are we doing it this way? Why are we doing it that way? Like, why not do it this way? Or how does that make us feel? And how can we change it so that we have a positive experience, a positive relationship to it? So it's like a self-examination. Constantly. Is that scary? <laughs> yeah. Well, because are you, aren't you going to get answers that you don't like? Aren't you yes. going to, aren't some of the answers going to be like, well, I wish I wouldn't have even asked that question. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's sometimes where you're like, shit, I suck. Right. Well, <laughs> like, there's, that. there's that. Like, oh my God. And that's the thing. But the, the if you push yourself hard enough, you're going to fail. Yeah. And those Ooh, that's good. failures. Okay. Sorry to stop you, but I'm thinking about that. If you push yourself hard enough, you're going to fail. Sure. Because you're you're going past your comfort zone. Yeah. So what's on the other side of that? I mean, we don't always know. If we haven't done something once, it's scary. We do mm. it the first time. We're like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Right. I'll go do that again. Right. right? It wasn't the worst thing ever. Right. But getting to that point of having the next thing, the next thing, the next thing is is difficult. But when you have that failure, you learn from it. Yes. So that adversity will open you up to being more confident. So Yeah, that leads to confidence. Yes, that leads to confidence. Right. Right. So all those building blocks and all that preparation that you do to start that, to get to that next step, that next step. So I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. So that's, that all has a lot to do with initially building up this confidence foundation, for yeah. lack of a better term, yep. for yourself yes. personally. Yep. Um, 
when what does that look like then how does that transcend to your to your, your clients, clients and right. your business right that's the next step sure is how does that how does that uh transform into it and what does that look like mm-hmm. what does that mean so mm-hmm. um there's all different things that we have and and do and can say and our clients first of all are reading the confidence from us okay right are you good at who you are are you mm-hmm. good at what you do what's your deal? Can right. I trust you? Right. Like, That's you true. know, what, right. have, what have you got going on? Like, I'm only, I'm going to invest some money into you, but like right. we're wedding and portrait photographers. So people are investing their, their love, their souls, their, right. what they care about, what's meaningful to them. So building that trust with those clients, but getting over your own fears, getting your over yourself and getting yourself out of the way is first. Once that's aside, then you can give yourself wholeheartedly to your clients to be there for them because their fears are way bigger than ours. We've already done this before. A that's lot of a, times they big haven't piece done that this I haven't, before. I haven't thought about it that way. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Right? Yeah, I mean, how many times, I mean, out of all the weddings that we do, how many are like, we're getting married for the first time, we met right. four years ago, three right. years ago, right? and we've been through like two serious life situations together, and that's right. enough for us to like take this plunge and devote ourselves to mm-hmm. each other. Or you have like, what, the 2% of people who are like, we're on our second marriage right. third marriage right. we had a fourth marriage once right even then you've 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 been you've had been to an, and really been a part of a lot more weddings and in those situations Correct. than they have Correct. even on number 4 right exactly right so their fears of you know what's this experience going to be like what am i investing mm-hmm. in you're investing in something before you have that in your hand mm-hmm. so it's a little bit scary on what is it going to be like what will i look like and everyone has this huge sense of fear within how they look or how they feel or putting themselves out there. I mean, the more that um, we can support their fears and guide them to feel comfortable. So we're out of the way now, right? Because right. our conf- we're confident, we've done this, we're going to support our clients, we're going to be there for them. We can now just give everything to them right. to trust us, to know that we're the experts within this. We've done our research, we've done our studying, we've done, we've analyzed everything, figured out all the logistics. All they have to do is sit back and feel what feels good to them. So what sort of things do you put into place, maybe even from a practical standpoint, um, with your workflow or the experience that you offer, what sort of things do you do to get there? It's almost like what we don't do. Great answer. Now (laughs) now I really want to (laughs) know. Seriously, that's a great answer. <laughs> Did not expect it. Sorry. It is. It's what, what, what we don't do. We don't put our price list on our website. Okay. We don't respond with emails all the time. We get everybody on the phone. If okay. somebody wants to know something, I am your price list. Okay. You have to be here with me. I actually give a shit about who you are. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know if I could swear. Well, we can beep. We'll deal, we'll deal with the... FCC later on, I guess. I don't know how it works either. I mean, but but that's the thing is giving them the confidence that they can feel comfortable with you and let go with you and be who they are and just fully be themselves and that's accepted. Uh So the things that we don't do is sell our business. Right. We don't play salespeople. Okay. I suck at sales, which is a funny thing to say when I'm selling ten, twelve thousand dollars in albums to every client. I was just gonna say, like you can't you can't be bad at that. <clears throat> you, you can. 
But you you don't seem like you're bad at that. Because I do it my way. And I that's where my confidence is. Okay. We sit down and we have a glass of wine and we talk about what moves them. Okay. And we figure out how the artwork is going to fit in their lives to mm-hmm. be best for them and with them. I put all the pressure out of the room for everyone, but I give them all the strength to that they're in charge. They can make decisions. I'm a bridge to give this back to them. So they like the fact that they feel in control of what they're spending, how they're spending, what they're doing with it. I'm just merely saying, what's going to make you feel best? Let me show you how to make that happen. Is this part of, I read this in in something that was uh, written in a description. It said that you wrote, take the risk out of your client's hands and put it into your own. Yes. I like that. Thanks. But I want to know more. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to be like, it seems to go along with what you're talking about. It does. I mean, I don't want them to have to think about things. Yeah. So our clients are not allowed to buy albums before we shoot their event. Okay. If they decide they want an album at the time they book, then I only let them put the small one in. They're only allowed to put in the smallest album. Oh, that's intriguing. Mm -hmm. I do not want them to make decisions about their artwork until they see their photos. Okay. I want them to think about where in their lives they want to experience things that are meaningful to them. Okay. So if you're telling me about the look in your wife's eyes. Uh Oh, okay. I know I can't take this very far because you're... Your wife is near and dear to my heart. So I'm like, you're going to get me. That's why I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go very far with this, but you know how much that means to you. You're getting teary eyed. It's pretty cute. That's all I had to say. (laughs) You're squiggling in your chair. It's amazing. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about that look. I I can't help but think about it now. Right. Right. So where do you want to sit back every day and be able to see that again and again? Cause you're totally red in the face right now. You're cute (laughs) as anything. (laughs) <laughs> you know, cause you know that yeah. look and you know how much yeah. it means to you. It's your everything. Mm-hmm. So where is it going to make sense to have that in your life that it hits you that hard and harder every single day? Right. Right. So yeah. there's no risk in any of this for them. They right. have the control to say, you know what? I love my wife. She's nice and all, but I, I just want to put it in this little itty bitty five by seven and I can walk way over there to the room and go, Oh, you look cute. Isn't that sweet? Like four inches from the print. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, I get it. Don't tell your wife that she's only worth the five by seven. Right, right. And that's what happens is you put that value Uh into how you want, how much this experience means to you, that look, that feel, who she is and why you're with her. You decide how big you want that on your wall. Yep. And that's why they're not allowed to add in the biggest album at the beginning. Because what happens is they become the heroes. Mm. They become the heroes Mm. with each other, Mm -hmm. right? They're the ones who go, oh no, honey, this all means so much to me. These photos mean so much to me. You can't, we can't keep the small book. I want the biggest book with the most pages. And it wasn't from a hard sell. I didn't sell it. I didn't say anything. I just said, you can't have the big book right now. You can only have a small book. Mm -hmm. And when they see their photos, they go, well, I can't. I can't pick now. What do I do? Well, let's go through it again. Let's narrow them down. Really having a hard time narrowing them down. Okay. I got it down to 80. Mm. I'm like, okay, let's just do the biggest book then. Why spend time? <laughs> we don't need to, we don't need to keep don't narrowing do it again. Down. Right. Just do the bigger book. Right. What did you tell me what you want to take out of there? I can't take another one out. They all mean so much to me. Right. Just do the big book then. I mean, it's your yeah. call. Right. If you don't want the big book, then we're going to go through it again. Right. Let's pull out more photos. Right. 
Mind you, our albums are one photo per page. That's your. That's it. That's how. That's how it works. Yeah, well, we do two books. Okay. So instead of doing one album with people, right. we're doing. Mm, you're gonna have to bleep me out a couple of times here, but okay. we call it your holy shit album. Yeah. And we tell high end clients that this is their book. Is that it's called the holy shit book? Yeah. And they're like, well, why is it called that? And I said, because every photo that goes in there, when you see that photo, you go, holy shit, I love that photo. <laughs> and you put them all in this book. Yeah. And then you sit back and you're like, holy shit, I love this book. Yes. And everybody says it. And then they get it in their hands in print. Yeah. And they all say, holy shit, this is amazing. Yep. And not one person has said something different. And so I've said to clients, like, if you can help me find better terms to describe yep, this book. Yeah, you can give me something else, right. And they're right. like, don't change it. No, that's the one. That's the one. That's mm -hmm. what it has to be. And so mm -hmm. it, it has a sense of shock value to it because they're like, really, you can't describe an album a different way. But then it resonates. They put it right. onto themselves. So we do a second album. Yeah. And so that's where we end up with these different album sales is we have the holy shit album. This is your personal story. This is your everything. Mm -hmm. Your most meaningful, your most personal, your everything. And it goes from holy shit shot to holy shit shot. Right. Boom, boom, boom through the book. Yep. But then we do a companion book. It's a soft paged, we call it a storybook. Mm. Because what happens is they go, but these are my favorite photos. But I want to see this whole rest of the day. I want to see the flowers in these other moments and the family okay. portraits. They don't go into your holy shit album because mm -hmm. they're just going to break it. They're going to be like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some flowers. <laughs> but when you put them into your storybook, then you get this more detailed experience of the story of the whole day. Well, the businessman in me is saying, ooh, that's another product too. Correct. Which is why I like it. Which is why we end up with album sales that are in the ten dollars to $12,000 sure. range. Sure. So they'll do one for the rehearsal dinner a storybook for the rehearsal dinner, a storybook for the wedding. Mm. And then the and fine art, holy shit like book yeah. is their everything. Right. And what happens is those photos in that holy shit album become stronger. Mm. They become more emotionally charged that if mm -hmm. you had them in the storybook, they would lose their value because they're surrounded by so many other things. Your mind doesn't know where to go. You're looking at every picture going on and it takes you on a different journey. When you take those key photos out, it becomes like your grandmother's wedding album. Mm. How many photos did they really have right. back then? Oh, right. We got right. through the wedding day in 20 pictures, <laughs> 25, right? They had big that's, albums, 28 photos. That's kind of like mine even. And it wasn't that long ago. Right? Yeah. I, I like that. I, I like taking the risk out of your client's hands. Um, another thing that was intriguing to me is I wanted to, I wanted to know what you have to say to people who feel stuck. Photographers now. These are other photographers. You're talking to other photographers. Because confidence is a big deal. And I feel like the enemy of confidence is fear. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. That's good. We're on the same page. Yes, of course. What, what do you say to people that, okay, maybe they can even get on board with, okay, this confidence thing, it's a skill that I can actually build. Mm -hmm. There's hope there, mm -hmm. but I'm stuck. I'm terrified. I've, I've suffered many losses. Maybe a lot of those are circumstantial. Maybe things just haven't been working out. I'm stuck. You We're, are not alone. Um, You're not alone. We have this in really, truly incredible support of our industry. Mm -hmm. You have what we're doing right now mm -hmm. we have podcasts and that's why i said facebook we have mm -hmm. facebook groups do you know how many 
stories I read on Facebook or what somebody wrote, they're having this problem. And I read every single comment of who's helping them out and what are they saying and what people aren't agreeing with or are agreeing with. And there, I mean, there's so much information out there to learn. And there's so many people you can reach out to. There's people who offer mentorships. There's classes you can take. There's WPPI. Right. There's so much information here. So suck it up yeah. <laughs> you are not alone yeah <laughs> there are a lot of really incredible people in this industry that want to see you succeed so you are not alone and okay so suck it up you are not alone and get involved or like call somebody or anything or reach do out. something do reach something out. reach out I like reach that. out reach like out. do something mm-hmm. do something yeah. but start with the fact that you've got to suck it up right there are people that actually care that actually want to see you succeed because they understand the driving desire that we all have in this industry. We can't mm. help but be photographers. Yeah. Most everyone in this industry, it's just, it is who they are. Yeah. Which is why I actually had to take a second. When you're like, who are you? I'm like, uh, a photographer. <laughs> like, I'm, you said I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dr. Sushi. That was so great. That was so great. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> that's the thing. Like we, we're all in this. Like right. we're all, we're not in photography as artists here. Yeah. Even though we are, we are also basically commercial photographers. Mm-hmm. We're entrepreneurs. We have a business of giving a service again and again, whether it's in portraits or weddings. We're not just free going art however we want. Right. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. We're right. paying clients. Like we yeah. have to deliver, mm-hmm. but we also have to find a way to to be ourselves, to right. find a way to grow, find what feels good to you. I mean, you can't always doubt your gut instinct. Right. So go with your gut instinct. If your gut instinct is saying, this is someone whose work I'm resonating with, reach out to that person. What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no. They're going to say, go F yourself. Right. I mean, how bad could it really be? Yeah. There's, there's others then that you could reach out to. That's what I'm saying. That's the piece, right? You, I'm, yeah. There's, there is a way where there's a will, there's a way, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, right. you just have to have that desire to want to learn, to want to grow and to fill yourself with enough information to get over those things that are causing you fear. I basically told my class today, I, I said to them, how many people here will reach out and respond and communicate through email? Right. Everyone raised their hand. Yeah. And I said, well, how many people will pick up the phone and reach out to a client over a phone? And one person raised their hand and it was Chris. (laughs) (laughs) My other half. (laughs) No one raised their hand. I said, how many people would do it in person? And it's five or six people. Yeah. So people find this safety behind email but you can't read tone in email you can't hear that and you can't go that next level what happens if we just pick up the phone and call a client they're investing into you they've already spent money with you because they put down a retainer so what's going to happen if you say can i um trouble you for a little bit of your time Mm. because i care right because i want to genuinely just see how you're doing right and you know, see. It's what... sad that that seems like a lost art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's it's hitting me right now. Like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised that people are scared to do that. Yeah, and you know, to be honest, I hate writing emails. Do you know how many emails? How much time? Delete, delete, delete. Mm-hmm. Rewrite, write, write. No, I yeah, I get it. Well, because I 
try my best to keep everything super positive. So I never say no, not, never. None mm. of those words mm -hmm. don't, none of that ever exists in our emails. Mm -hmm. So I will spend hours on an email to rewrite to something in, in a yeah. positive manner that doesn't right. use those words. So instead of after I've deleted it like five times <laughs> and still try to write it over, I'm like, this sucks. I just <laughs> pick up the phone and they're like, I'm so happy you called. Yes. You know? <laughs> well, and you know what that does? For everybody out there, it builds confidence when that happens. Exactly. All those irrational fears go away. Yes. And then you realize, hey, you know what? That was a good idea. Not just for them, but also for me. For you. Right. For you. Because mm -hmm. it is good when we hear from somebody that you are good at who you are yeah. and what you do. Yep. And we appreciate you. But we don't hear it enough. And mm -hmm. so that needs to become a mantra of knowing that you're okay knowing that you're good at who you are yeah. and because you're you no matter what you mean well you're coming from a good place yeah we're all human like people screw up like it happens but if you acknowledge that yeah make every effort to say hey i'm totally being open and honest i screwed up let's fix it let's mm. move on let's find the best way to go about this what is the worst that can happen I mean, nobody's knocking you out. Right. Damn it. Why did you call me? Right. I kick you throat punch. Yeah. It's terrible. I think people would be very surprised um, if they put that into practice more often, how well it goes. Yes. Right. And it takes 10 minutes. Right. So I was like, instead of, in, you know, investing in this program and that fancy thing, invest in a freaking headset. Yeah. I like it. Crazy. Th this is this is great. I'm gonna have fun listening to this again. <laughs> <laughs> a little bleeping. <laughs> well, we do what we have to do in that regard. But that I, I appreciate your candor and your honesty and your openness and your time. Thanks for doing yeah. this with me, Jed. Thanks for having me here. Who? Where can people find you? Well, right now I'm across from you in a chair. <laughs> can find me here. On the interweb. Let's say on the interwebs. In the universe. On the onlines. Uh, so we are uh, at jagstudios.net. Mm -hmm. um, I believe if you type in .com, it'll still lead you there. So Jag oh, Studios. Okay. Um, we're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, Jag Studios underscore, no, Jag Studios Photography. Mm -hmm. Instagram, Jag mm -hmm. Studios underscore Photography. Okay. And then all those other social media things. Just Google Jag Studios. Why, Jag. why did you ask me a question? The answer to the question of where oh, people Google. can find me is Google. I don't know why I'm asking these questions. What the hell are you asking me a question Google. for? Just Google it. You'll Just find Google her. it. It'll show up. She's terrific. In the Facebook world, the, the social media world. I mean, there's... Just don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you. For whatever reason. Thank you. I'll, I yeah. will. Thank you. Better. Thank you for everything that you have done today for me and this podcast and your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jen. Until next time. You are the best. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.